Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another Knee Jerk stream, this time for Game Week 24. It is Sunday evening. Not all the matches are over yet. We still have um, Man City and Brentford to go tomorrow evening. But I didn't want to wait till that match to do the Knee Jerk stream. There'll be plenty more videos this week to talk about any fallout from that game as well. Um, and we can discuss everything that's happened in the other nine games this week. The double game week for 25 confirmed for Liverpool and Luton, which happened yesterday morning. I think a lot of people were um, surprised by that, myself included. We did discuss it a bit on the deadline stream, um, but obviously people were making a lot of decisions about game week 23 then, so probably not. Um, we didn't probably didn't give it a huge amount of focus. We can talk about it now. I'm just going to say straight away as well, the members thing on the screen, it wasn't working. I messaged the guy that set it up for me. And then before he even replied, it started working again before I started streaming. Now it's gone again. So I'm going to try and get it. Um, I'll try and get it fixed properly for the next stream. I don't know why it keeps disappearing, but it was there before I started um, streaming. Update the description, please. Um, what's incorrect on the description? Oh, I put this. Oh, Game Week 21. 23, 24. I think that's about it. Anyway, um, let's get into what's happened this week i'm on 58 points as it stands uh saka the absolute legend another goal two by and he finishes on nine points should have had um should have had another goal as well there was a header in the first half before he actually scored i don't know how he's missed honestly um it should have been a, a double digit haul but still nine points is good gabriel assist robbed um so when i saw it i thought it was a definite assist right and I think a couple of seasons ago, that would definitely be given, right? No no contest, uh, no discussion, right? That would have been given. But they seem to not be given those assists anymore. The same thing happened with Edison. A lot of people saying that the reason this one wasn't given is because of a defensive error, which I guess it was. But I do think a couple of seasons ago, that assist gets given. So maybe FPL have just changed their stance on those kind of assists. So it's a little bit unlucky, I think. Um... But look, it is what it is. If he got that assist, Gabriel, beyond two points, he would have matched Darwin and Jota combined. So it's a little bit, a uh, little bit annoying, but whatever, right? And the ham, that I, honestly, I feel I tweeted about this, and maybe people just didn't take it the way I meant it. But I genuinely think Arsenal defence is so good for FPL, despite the lack of clean sheets recently. They only conceded 0.41 xG to Liverpool. It was a freak goal. They should have cleared it. Raya should have come out and got it. Either or. And it comes off Gabriel's hand and goes in. Another game, there's a clean sheet there against Liverpool of all teams. So I'm still pretty happy with those defenders, despite the fact that Gabriel only got a minus one. Uh, lots of people asking, can he still get the assist? I mean, he can just about. I think it's an hour after the games or an hour after the final game. I can't remember the exact rule. Um, but he's not going to get it. They would have already changed it by now if it was going to happen. Yeah, I, I guess you could say Gabriel possibly should have been sent off. Yeah, because he got he he held Nunez and stopped Nunez running, and the ref blew up. I think for a foul again uh, for Arsenal. I don't think it was necessary for that. Uh, and Nunez ended up getting the yellow card because he was so annoyed. So yeah, maybe that should have been a Gabriel second yellow. But um, look, either way, minus ones. These things happen. The defense went about as well as I expected this week. Pedro Porro one point, Gabriel minus one, Trent one. He only made about fifty six, fifty seven minutes. Um, I I just wonder if he's not completely fully fit yet. I mean, that would explain why you know minutes off the bench in the FA Cup didn't start against Chelsea, and obviously now he hasn't made. Oh, there you go. 
Uh, Klopp in the post-match, we had to make subs. Trent cannot play 90 minutes. So I, I think Trent right now, if I, if I didn't own him, especially if I didn't have an easy way to get him, I'd be tempted just to go without. I mean, it's scary because you know what he can do. And you hope that by the time he gets to the Burnley game, maybe he can play close to 90 minutes. Um, and there's a week off now. I think the next game's Saturday, so what, six days off, whatever. Um, so hopefully, hopefully Trent will be back. I, I think Liverpool... I think Liverpool are, are tricky. Like, there's part, like, I definitely want three of them because it's Burnley at home and then Brentford away, Luton at home in the double. But then you've, got, you've probably got to get rid of them in game week 26. And I don't really want a free hit in 26 or 25. I just think it'll be more useful in 29 or 34. Uh, but it's tricky, right? Like to get, to get two other Liverpool players for me, I have to downgrade someone. Someone has to get sold. And I don't really want to sell anyone. Um, like Darwin could come in for Solanke for me. And obviously I've already got Trent, but I can't get Jota by selling Solanke. I would have to sell Saliba as well to fund it and then do Gordon to Jota. Um, if I sell Watkins, I can do it in two moves. <laughs> I, I know what people are going to think about selling Watkins after he's just got an 18-pointer, but the thought has crossed my mind. And if Villa beat Chelsea in the FA Cup, which, I mean... Villa at home, they are the favourites already. And Chelsea, smashed by Wolves today. Um, if Villa win that, then I can maybe convince myself to sell Watkins. The problem is the fixtures are so good for Villa. They're so good for Villa. I don't really want to get rid of him. And let's be honest, right? I'm human. The fact that he's just got an 18-pointer is playing on my mind a little bit. Like Man United at home is okay for sure. And it's Fulham away in 25, Forrest at home in 26, and Luton away in 27. Now, I think Darwin is much better for 24 and 25. I don't really think there's a debate there, as long as he plays all three games. If he misses one, then he's got the same amount of games as Watkins next two. And then he also doesn't play in 26, so I've got to deal with him then. And obviously, Watkins goes straight into Luton away in 27. So I think it's a tricky position. But I am tempted to do that, right? If I sell Watkins to Darwin, I can afford Gordon to Jota, and that gets my Liverpool triple up in two moves. I get them both against Burnley at home, then I've got them for the double. But obviously, what if Salah's back? Because will Jota and Darwin both start both games in the double? It's... I don't know. And also, this would be the third time, I think, I've sold Watkins this season, and it's never gone well. Um, so I'm not sure... I'm not sure I should do it. I mean, to be fair, Watkins only scored one goal against Sheffield United and he got three assists, which is not likely to continue happening. But we know how consistent he is, right? There's a, there's a reason that a lot of us uh, have got him in our team. So I'm really not 100% on that. Um, Gordon went off injured at halftime. We don't know how bad that is. The problem is he's a Newcastle player, so we're probably not going to get a huge amount of great information from Eddie Howe. Um, for next week, just to quickly go on to game week 24, I'm currently benching, benching him anyway. I already was benching him, and obviously the fact that he's got a knock, you know, makes that even easier. Um, another, another play I could do is to sell Gordon down to a Garnacho just to have, to maybe do Solanke to Darwin, and then get a Liverpool defender in, as well as Trent, maybe have Van Dijk or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if I want to sell Gordon to Garnacho. And, and I know that sounds really knee-jerk because Garnacho has gone uh, scored two today, but I do think he's probably one of the best cheap options. Uh, but Wolves' fixtures are about to get good as well. So Neto, Huang, when he's back. 
are worth looking at. I don't know. There's there's loads of there's loads of ways to play this. I I, I just think because Liverpool got Burnley at home this week, I'm, I'm tempted just to get the two attackers this week instead of 25. But I could just make one move and roll, and then decide what to do. I think in terms of team selection video this week, I'll definitely do it after the Villa Chelsea game because I think that will have a knock on effect in terms of what I do. Uh, Saka also off injured today. Maybe a problem. Now Arteta says he thinks he'll be fine. He's got a kick in the ankle, so hopefully he's okay. I mean, Saka gets kicked around um a lot right uh one blank one bench one got 18 points guess who i sold uh i would say watkins <laughs> i i think people had a tricky decision if they really wanted harlan this week uh evening 67 Lars, very nice pep roulette to go with alvarez and de bruyne i mean yeah hopefully they both start for you holding salad so Porra needs to go for the blank sgp and gabriel gusto trent and uh I mean, if you need someone that plays in 26... I mean, I was looking at Crystal Palace defenders. I'm not sure I really want to go there either now. Um, maybe Konza or someone like that. But you wouldn't really want to play them this week, I would say. Konza super unlucky as well. Is he, he might be injured, I guess, if he went off in the 59th minute. We'll have to wait and see. Was Konza injured? I feel like I'm a bit out of the loop on that. I'm out of the loop on the 2pm games today because... Um, oh, yeah, no, he wasn't. he's not flagged, so maybe he just came off. Maybe maybe just came off for a bit of a rest. I mean, Poro's not getting many clean sheets. <laughs> Let's be real. The, the Spurs defense is not very good. Uh, should I do Bowen to Jota before the price rise? I mean, if that's a move you're definitely going to do anyway, I'd consider it. I mean, what would change your mind on that move? Okay, Konza was precautionary. That's good. That's good. Uh, Gordon was seen walking around a shopping center today and told someone it was just sore. Okay, should be good. I mean, I'm going to bench him anyway. The thing is... I spoke about this a lot last week when people were talking about bringing Gordon in. And I spoke about how it's not about whether Gordon's a good... I mean, it is obviously about whether he's a good FPL pick, of course. But you need to think about which slots are free for double game week players. So, again, I've got Richarlison. Really don't want to sell him at the moment. Foden with a double. Palmer, who's just great value. And then Saka, who, you know, is an easy hold, as I keep saying. And so if I want Jota, Gordon has to go for me. So even if Gordon is fit, I will probably bench him this week and then I'll probably sell him for 25 anyway. So it doesn't really make a huge amount of difference. Uh, Luton goalkeeper's got two doubles if the Bournemouth game goes into 28, so it could be interesting. Yeah, I think this week I'm going to do some kind of double game week video. Uh, I don't want to go into like massive detail about you know what could happen in 34 and what will make it happen because ultimately I think people like James on Planet FPL explain it a lot better. Um, but also, we don't. There's no point in going into huge detail necessarily about stuff we we don't know for sure. But I, I might do some kind of video about this could happen here, and this is why I don't want to use my free hit right now. Basically, maybe, maybe it'd be just like a um, like a my chip strategy. But I don't know whether to do it before or after the Villa game. It probably makes sense to do it afterwards, right? But yes. Anyway, sorry, I got sidetracked there. Um, a lot of the fixture predictors <clears throat> think that there's a more than fifty percent chance now that Bournemouth and Luton goes into game week 28. So it just makes the decision about whether to sell Solanke or Watkins even more difficult. But if Bournemouth versus Luton does go into 28, that gives Bournemouth, Luton at home and Sheffield United at home, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, you don't get many better double game weeks on paper. And then it also gives Luton, Sheffield United at home this week, a double game week in 25. Not a great one, right? But they do have a double. 26 blank. 27 is Villa at home, I think, at the top of my head. 
28 double, which would be Palace away and Bournemouth away. And then it's quite likely that Luton will also play in game week 29. So someone like Kaminsky is a cheap option instead of Dubravka is on my mind. Um, I don't know if I'll have the spare transfer to get him in, but I might even talk myself into taking a hit. The, the thing I like about the thing I like about having Kaminsky, or even like it's a bit of a price difference, but even like Allison as your third Liverpool player, is you can just they're not as easy to sorry, you don't have to deal with them in twenty six. You can just bench them and play your other playing goalkeeper. Whereas if you've got three outfield Liverpool players and you've got like me, like Richarlison, Porro and Palmer, that's a lot of players that aren't going to be playing in twenty six. So I, I think I mean, there's there's really three there's three things that are going to happen for me. One, by the time we get to 25, I'm going to limit the number of Man City and Liverpool players. I really don't want to do that because they're two of the best teams in the league. And double game weeks are still, I think, largely, maybe not largely, but they're underrated by certain people. And so I quite like going all in. So I can't see myself doing that one where I only have two from Man City and two from Liverpool. Um... And then it's either a free hit in 26. I don't see that either. Or it's just hits. It's just hits. And I think I'm going to go down the hit route, um, which would involve probably taking all three. I think if I go for, I think if I go for Darwin, Trent, and Jota for the double, I think there's every chance that I remove all three of them for game week 26 for a minus four. But for my team, I've also got Charlie Taylor to deal with as well. I'm not convinced he's going to be back by game week 26. I did see something on Twitter the other day that apparently slipped a disc in his back or something. And like Bernie just aren't telling us that. I don't. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, he, he's also at that, which is a shame because I think he's got Palace away in twenty six. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, how many doublers am I likely to have in game week 25? I I suspect five. Five, maybe. I think the third Man City player is, is tricky for me. If Walker starts tomorrow and he starts in 24, I'll I'll consider him. If not, I just, I don't know where I get a third Man City from. Like, because if I'm not free hitting in 29, I don't really want to get rid of Richarlison. Like, it's, it's a tricky period to manage, I would say. So, Tony is good, right? But there's only three, there's only three forward slots. Um, I mean, there's definitely a scenario. Yeah, do you know what, actually? I should probably I should probably give strong consideration to Tony over Darwin. The fixtures are just so much worse. They are so much worse. Obviously, Tony's definitely on penalties. He's going to play ninety minutes every game. You don't have to worry about game week twenty six, uh, which is West Ham away, and he definitely plays in twenty nine as well. I should probably give a bit more consideration to Tony. But I just, again, for Liverpool, one of the best teams in the league, Burnley at home, Brentford away, Luton at home. Like, that is just too good to turn down. I don't think I can do it. I'd rather just get Darwin than bring Tony in later. 
Uh, is Trent losing minutes? I think he's well. Klopp kind of confirmed that he's just not fully fit yet, which is a problem. Yeah, Tony over Darwin. If you want to save the free hit, but I, I guess another way to put it is Darwin for twenty-four and twenty-five worth four points over Tony. Do you think Darwin can outscore Tony by four points in the next two, uh, two game weeks? It's possible. It's possible. I mean, for Brentford. I mean, I guess another question to ask ourselves is, do we see Darwin start in all three of those games? That might not happen. Um, yeah, the double for... So, I mean, Wolves away is not that bad, but then it's Liverpool at home, Man City away. It's such a bad double. It's not even that, by the way, for Brentford. They also played Chelsea at home and Arsenal away in 27-28. And, and, and the worst thing is about having to sell Solanke and Watkins, they've both got good fixtures. And, yeah, Burnley away in 27 and Sheffield United at home in 28 for Slanky. Even if the double doesn't go there, they're good fixtures. And we've already spoken about Watkins. It's tricky. It, it, the four, All of a sudden, forwards are a problem, right? We spent most of the season in a 3-5-2 because there was no forwards we wanted. All of a sudden, I want... Well, I don't necessarily want three midfield slots, but I want I want five forward slots. Chelsea at home is an excellent fixture, yeah, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. If Chelsea beat Villa, we'll all be holding Watkins. Yeah, but to be honest, I've kind of, I've kind of, um, I've been planning with the fact that Villa will win. I mean, they're the favourites anyway, and they're at home. Not, not phone, not, um, not favourites by a mile, I'd suggest. And look, we shouldn't react too much to what happened today with Chelsea, but Villa could win. But yeah, I think Watkins will be a hold if if Villa go out of the FA Cup. Uh, Hoyland is on what forty points in four games. Talk about flying under the radar. Love the guy. I tweeted earlier, I think he's got nine goals, two assists in 21 starts for Man United across Premier League and Champions League, which is not, you know, like super amazing to the point where he's one of the top strikers in the world. That's not the point I'm trying to make, but like he has been pretty consistent. It's just that he scored a lot of them in the Champions League early on. It's taken him a little while to get going in the Premier League, but yeah, like him. But there's just no massive reason to jump on Man United players right now. Again, I say this every single season. Sometimes players who are good, and look, we don't need to rush out and buy Hoyland, right? We're talking about how hard it is to have Haaland, Watkins, and Solanke, which one to sell for Darwin or Tony. There's just no room for Hoyland, right? This happens in FPL every season. Because of where doubles and blanks fall, you are pushed into getting certain players. That's just the way it is, right? And and Mang and Hyder players are just, apart from maybe Garnacho as an enabler, there's just not really any reason to be looking at them. Now, if Forrest win their fourth round FA Cup replay against Bristol City, and then Forrest beat Man United, then Man United would have, in the FA Cup fifth round, Man United would have Sheffield United at home in game week 29. Then I'm looking at tripling up, potentially, if free hitting. Maybe not a triple up if, if um, going without the free hit. And then I'm looking at Rashford, Hoy no, Garnacho, I guess, Hoyland. Fernandez, I don't know. Uh, there's just so much that can change. I, I wish we had the game week 29 fixtures now. It'd make planning so much easier. But I guess the chaos, chaos is uh, chaos is good. Uh, Captain Trippier, not good for my heart. Oh man, Trippier. Do you know what? In some ways, in some ways, I'm quite happy for Trippier owners, especially those that did Trent to Trippier, because I don't. I think it would have been a little bit unlucky to get screwed over by that move. But now I'm like thinking, I'm not happy with how well it went. Like Trent came off before 
60. Trippier conceded four goals and still walks away with a nine-pointer. So at the time, I was like, I, I don't mind if Trippier gets them something. Now I'm thinking, I just wish he got nothing. Uh, people sleeping on Adebayo. Once again, though, where does he fit in? Which of Haaland, Watkins, and Solanke am I selling for Adebayo? That is, there's lots of good forwards right now. I mean, we should be looking at Luton players, especially if that Bournemouth versus Luton double goes into 28. But I don't know if Adebayo is going to get a look in anytime soon. Um, maybe Ross Barkley, someone like that. Maybe Doughty, maybe Kaminsky. I'm not sure there's a spot for Adebayo. Been following you for two to three seasons. Love your perspective and no-nonsense opinions on folks showing negativity. More power. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love... There's always there's always negative people. What what do the um what do those people on YouTube that are like motivational say? What does David Goggins say? The only reason I know what David Goggins says is because there's that other guy on Instagram. <laughs> there's another guy on Instagram that kind of doesn't mock him, he does like an impression of him. What does he say? Something like You'll never find a hater that's doing better than you or something like that. So yeah, try and ignore the negativity. It's not always easy though. Uh if you got Jotter in for Gordon, who would you bench? Yes, that's something I didn't mention earlier. It does give me a benching headache again. It'd probably be Foden or Palmer. Yeah. So if I do Watkins and Gordon to Jota and Darwin, I can't bench the Liverpool players with Burnley at home. So I then probably have to bench Foden again. So I bought Foden in. And then who do I bench in 25? I hadn't even thought about that. That's why it might be easier for me to get a a second uh, Liverpool defender instead of a second attacker. Van, Van Dijk is quite interesting, I think. How much is Van Dijk? He is 6.3 million. So I could do... I could do Solanke to Darwin instead of having to sell Watkins. And I've got 1.1 million. So I could even do like Porro to Van Dijk. That, that might be an option. Just do it that way instead. I don't know. I just... The thing is, with Salah out, I really like... I do really like Jota. I didn't really do much today, but it's Arsenal away. Uh, Nick, one gifted membership. Thank you very much, as ever. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Palmer's... Yeah, okay. Palmer away to City in 25. But I'm talking about 24. But yes, Palmer would probably be the one. Foden feels like a headache to me just uh, just for choices. Minutes are questionable. Yeah, but again, I've spoken about this a lot. When I bought him in, it wasn't because I thought he's this amazing option that's going to play every game. I just wanted someone for the double that had Burnley at home when I bought him in. Um, that, that, that is something to consider, though. So I'm I'm talking about, you know, Liverpool players, Palmer, my Spurs players that are going to blank in 26, and I'll need to sell three of them. And then I'll have 11 out. But that does rely on Foden starting as well, which might not happen. Uh, is Trent a possible move out even with a Liverpool double? I, I really don't think so. It, that just does not scream worth a transfer to me. Now, if, if Klopp comes out and puts doubts on whether Trent will even start against Burnley, that's a different story. But I just don't think you can sell him. I, I think there's genuine... There should be genuine discussions about whether he should be bought. Um... And that is definitely debatable. And I think that will come down to how easily you can get him in. I think if I had to make... If I had to start taking hits to get Trent in now, I'd maybe risk it. I just don't like... I don't like saying things like that because Trent is that player that could go and get a 10-pointer against Burnley and then 15 to 20 points in the double. 
But I, I think people are worried that Bradley could start against Luton in the double. And I think that could. I don't think it's the worst shout. I just don't think I can sit here and say if I didn't own Trent, I just wouldn't buy him because I think I probably would. I think I probably still would buy him. But like, and let me put it a different way. If if it was Trent for minus four or Van Dyke for three, I'd be tempted to just go Van Dyke because you get, you're getting three starts, 100%. Yeah, so it, it's, it's going to be... I don't want to cop out. No, no pun intended there. I don't want to cop, cop out by saying this, but... It is probably going to be quite team-dependent, I think. Yeah, some people have said that, that Bradley was supposed to play today. Um, obviously, thoughts go out to him. Not a, not a good situation at all. Um, it also doesn't feel right, like, kind of discussing it from an FPL point of view either. But, uh, yeah, just in terms of Trent, I think I'd be cautious about buying him. I just don't, I think it would be disingenuous if I sat here and said, oh yeah, I would just ignore him. I just don't think I would. He's just too good. But I still have that, like, I still have that mindset with double game weeks. So you've just got to be all in. And like a Liverpool double, Brentford away, Luton high on paper, it's pretty damn good. Uh, Xander Red member for 18 months. Thank you very much. One decision made in anger and forgetting to check my team before the deadline cost me 28 points. Ouch. Not good. Uh, Aria, thank you very much. Only Foden Alvarez in my team. Two free transfers. 12.9 million. All the chips and tat. Harlan will come in next week. Who else do I plan for? Double game week 25. Currently 4-5-4 overall. Nice. Don't want to make any hits. I mean, oh, only Foden Alvarez in my team. You're getting Harlan. Well, it's, it's just Liverpool players, really. It's li I think it's basically Liverpool and then maybe Tony, maybe Doughty, Bark Barkley, maybe. Minsky, maybe. I think, again, right now, I think the top three Liverpool players are probably Trent, Jota, Darwin. But as we've just spoken about, there are question marks over, over Trent, potentially. Uh, with Liverpool losing today, narrative could be Klopp needs to play the strongest 11 in every game. Yeah, maybe, but ultimately, you're, you're fit or you're not, right? Like, there's no... There's still a lot of games to go. There would be no point... If, if Trent couldn't play and they were going to risk aggravating an injury... They wouldn't do it, right? Because you'd rather have... Yes, okay, it's not great to miss him in any game, but you'd rather not lose him for like six or seven. You can't get to Trent as you chose to go De Bruyne and Haaland. Yeah, nice. I mean, uh, De Bruyne is still on my mind a little bit. I just don't think I can easily get to him. And it does involve selling Trent. It's probably not worth it. But there is a part of me that's tempted to do it. Not this week, probably. Uh, Canate will be back for the double. Kwanzaa could be a shot. I wouldn't touch any Liverpool centre-backs that aren't Van Dijk. Like, Canate to me is clearly first choice. I just don't think there's any chance he plays all three of the next three games. He's, he's just too... He's just too injury-prone. It's just not worth it. I, I just don't think that's worth the hassle. I mean, like, if Canati plays all three, great. He's nice and cheap as well. But don't see it. I've got no Liverpool players and can only get Jota by selling Saka or Foden or taking a four-point hit. Do I roll or a Liverpool player's vital? Well, look, Liverpool, like, if you can, if you're going to triple up on Liverpool for 25 and you know exactly which players you want and you're confident their minutes will remain good, then, of course, you'd 
it's better to get them for Burnley at home, but not for a hit. And I still wouldn't probably sell Saka. Again, the Saka conversation becomes a little bit different if um, Chelsea win in the FA Cup, because then there's a good chance the Arsenal match against Chelsea in 29 will be off. I still think Saka's pretty good. And I just think with Jota, again, you've got you've really got to get the three games out of him in 24 and 25, which right now is is very likely. But then it's a blank, then it's Forest, then it's Man City, then it's another probable blank. So I, I and and Foden's also got a double. He doesn't blank in 26. And, and Saka, I just lo- I love Saka. <laughs> so I probably would take the minus four or just roll and, and reassess in 25 or just plan for 25 instead. You don't have to get them this week. Oh, sorry, can I got sent off? My but yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Got that. Two yellow cards, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, I mean he could play both in the double, I guess. Uh what's my plan with Taylor, who's apparently out for two months with nerve issue in his neck? Um Is there disc in your neck? <laughs> maybe maybe we've got it wrong. Maybe it's a disc in his neck rather than a disc in his back. <laughs> um yeah, I, I don't... Can I be honest? I'm not quite sure what my plan for Taylor was. The It was much easier on Friday night when we th- when I thought that the Liverpool-Luton double might not happen. Because in that scenario, I was just going to sell Taylor this week for Konza or, or Gay, and then sell Trent for the other one in 25 and get De Bruyne. Now it's become a bit trickier. I, basically, I think I've got to take a hit soon. I don't think there's anything anywhere around it. He got a CD disc stuck in his neck. Been out for a while. Yes, yeah, so the honest answer is I'm not sure on Taylor. I think see, the reason I like Konza is because he plays in 26 and it's Forest at home. Good fixture. Um, it also hedges for 29. Although I'll know, I'll know before 24. So potentially, if if Villa play in 29 then he's an option and then wolves at home in 30 is not that bad so someone like him i guess ideally i want a cheap defender that plays in 26 and 29 um like brentford for example might like pinnock i think he's fit at the moment isn't he west ham away in 26 and bernie away in 29 could be an option i just think i'm gonna i just don't think i'm gonna have the money to go up too much further than that i don't even i don't even know how much um Pinnock is these days. 4.6. Yeah, it could be an option, maybe. I can't think of who else I would want for Taylor. I mean, Doughty is... I'm quite interested in Doughty, but obviously he doesn't play in 26. I mean, maybe I go into 26 with 10 players. Maybe that's the maybe that's the strategy. Because if, if Luton do end up doubling in 28, then you're getting two extra fixtures over the next few weeks, but you're only losing one in the blanks. They've still got one more fixture than everyone else, and he's so attacking. Uh, Man United, I looked at Man United, right? Do you know what the problem is? Shaw and Dallow are not that cheap. And, I mean, Maguire might play a lot more minutes now because uh, Martinez went off with an injury again today. Could it be the return of Harry Maguire? Potentially. Uh, Doughty does have an awful double, but... I mean, Man United, he's quite attacking. And Sheffield United are home this week. And double in 28 potentially, which is a good double. And a good chance they play in 29. So I, I like him. 
Uh, Luton don't play 26. No, they blank. Um, yeah, Man United, so they've got Fulham at home in 26 and Sheffield United at home in 29, but that, that game probably won't be on. But if it was on, yeah, Harry Maguire could be there. If you're not getting any more City, punt on Ake or Vardio. I just, I just don't want to go there. I just don't. They're just not nailed enough. They're just not nailed enough. Like they might only start one in twenty-five potentially. I mean, maybe Vardio starts both. Maybe he does, but it's not guaranteed. And you've still got that headache later on as well. I, I'm in two minds right because I want to go all in on the double, but. I just feel like if you get through that double without too much damage and still come out of a green arrow, then you're just probably better off not having those kind of players to have to manage afterwards because there's so many moves that are going to have to be made. Yeah, Foden's probably not playing two games in the double, but he's an attacker, right? I've got good defenders. I don't really need Vardio. <clears throat> and Foden came in in 22 anyway for Burnley at home. That decision's already been made. Uh, Poro to Van Dyke, sure. Gordon to Barkley will roll the second free transfer. Probably roll, especially if you've got someone good there. You know, I prefer Huang over Neto once he's back. Yeah, it could be on penalties, but I, I don't know. I think, I mean, Cunha took another one today, right? Cunha would be way more popular if he was a midfielder. Yeah, it's probably a lot of forwards like that at the moment. Thoughts on Gordon to Neto? Um, I mean, yeah, Wolves have got some good fixtures coming up. But what about the double in 25? Any thoughts on what to do with Salah if you still have him? I guess see what Klopp says this week. I mean, probably sell him. If we don't get any good news that he's going to be back for 25, probably sell him, right? I've got good defenders get two points from four players. Yeah, yeah. But it's all about predicting the future, right? I mean, th those kind of comments are why people sold Saka four weeks ago, and now he's absolutely smashed it since. Uh, and just not really that bothered about recent returns. I mean, I've got Trent, one of the most attacking players in the game with a double game week. Arsenal, the best defence in the league. Sleeva Gabriel nailed on. I mean, Poro, debatable, to be honest. Attacking threats there, not getting many clean sheets. But outside of that, pretty happy. I'm more than happy with my defence. I mean, who else has everyone got? Estrepinian didn't start. Um, I mean, Cons was a bit unlucky. <laughs> Cons was a bit unlucky. Carl Walker didn't start last week. If Mo is ready for 25, what's the plan? Pray. Pray. If you did Gordon to Jota, who would you bet? Yeah, if people asked me that earlier. Palmer or Foden, I would say. Is Gomez nailed? Nah. I think Robertson's just being eased back in. Like at some point, Robertson's going to start and Gomez won't. Yeah, Moreno, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, Gusto, Chelsea. Absolutely uh, good defense today. What I need, what I need is um, Man United defenders. Clean sheet today, 3 0 win. Bruno, then I captain Bruno Fernandes in Sky today. Annoying because I bet most people went Palmer and he outscored him. I am into the top 100, though. Uh, Trippier, actually, yeah. Good good shout. Quite expensive. 
Uh, follow up on the Trent question asked before. If you think you can get to Trippier, Darwin, De Bruyne versus Foden, Trent's. Trippier, Darwin, De Bruyne versus Foden, Trent, Solanke. Would you think a move out for Trent is worth it? Maybe. I don't, I don't think I would do it, though. I mean, possibly. That's, that's going to be for a hit, no? Can I make a free hit video for game week 26 soon? I probably wouldn't do something like that until game week 26. Are you going to bring De Bruyne in? No, I don't think so. Um, but I've not completely ruled it out. Uh, news on Elise. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but he came on only playing for about 10 minutes and straight back off. So probably not good, I would assume. Don't know if anyone else has seen news on that. Uh, Spurs may still have a fixture in game week 26 if Chelsea lose the FA Cup versus Villa. I think Ben asked, answered a question about that on Twitter and he said it's less than 5% chance that would happen. I'm pretty sure James said it's just that that fixture will just go later in the season. Uh, is Gordon a seller or a keep? Well, we'll have to wait for more information on that. Uh, Udogi over Paro? No, I think that's quite. I think that's just recency bias. Like if you've got the money, I would still go for Paro over Udogi. Uh, is Rodri a good shout? Nailed and a slight threat. Uh, I don't hate it just for the double game week and the fact you know he'll play. He's what, 5.6 million? Like, it's not terrible. I could do Gordon to Rodri. Like, the, the thought did cross my mind very, very briefly. It just feels, it feels a bit wrong. It just doesn't feel right. But, yeah, he's a, he's a shout, I guess. Not one I get particularly excited about. Would you start Poro or Gabriel this week? Yeah, do you know what? I'm thinking about this myself for my own team, whether to play Saliba over Poro. I, I just don't... I mean, Brighton are scoring. Brighton are a good attack, and Spurs are not a good defence. So Brighton are definitely scoring. So I really probably shouldn't play Poro. But I, I just don't know if Saliba away to West Ham or even Gabriel away to West Ham is better. I think there is a bit of um, I don't know if I've got the right term. I think it's like a like almost like sunk cost fallacy with with Poro. Like we've played him so many times and not got that big double digit haul. I almost feel like I, I got to keep playing him until I get it, and in the meantime, he's just not getting any returns. Um, I think I would probably play play Poro over an Arsenal defender. Generally, Foden's playing so wide. Yeah, again, I don't know what more I can say on Foden. Foden is not the perfect pick. He's playing wide, and he may not start every game. Um, that's all I can say. So the only question is, is there a better pick for your team? If there is, don't buy Phil Foden, would be my advice. Uh, who do I think is a better option, Jota or Nunez? Ooh. I think I just back the midfielder in that case. Jota listed as a mid. Uh, not enough love for Branthwaite. Everton's fixture's just not been good, though. Uh, let's just hope Foden doesn't play at all tomorrow. I don't know, I'd almost rather he played, right? Play, play himself into being undroppable. Like, I don't think him not playing means he definitely starts next week. Uh, Foden's wide when Walker doesn't play. Yeah, but even if Walker plays then, and Foden could come central, they could just play someone else central. I think that's the problem. What are the chances De Bruyne is starting both in the double... I'm not sure I would put it massively high. Like people saying Foden's probably only going to get one start. I would not be shocked if it's the same for De Bruyne. 
Would I sell Gross to a Liverpool midfielder? Um, probably, yeah. Uh, Tuna says I've missed their super chat. Harland, Foden, Jota, Darwin. Is it enough for the double? It could be, yeah. I mean, like, it's not really a yes or a no question. The The question really is, can you get someone who you think will play good minutes without it being too detrimental to the rest of your team? Now, for Man City players, there might not be anyone else you want, right? Alvarez, De Bruyne, Walker, Edison, etc. Fair enough. But, like, if you could get Van Dyke and it doesn't cause a huge amount of hits down the line or, or even maybe a Trent if you want to risk it, the good fixtures that Liverpool have got, Maybe that could be worth it. But, I mean, four is probably quite a good starting point. Uh, can I show my team for this week? It's on screen. Will Son be back if he loses with South Korea on Tuesday? I mean, presumably he'll be back, but we'd have to just wait and see what Anne says. Like, sometimes they, they come back and they get, like, a rest, like, a tiny bit of rest. So, he might miss the weekend game, but then be back for the one afterwards. Uh, Jota captain in game week 24. Your thoughts? Uh, reasonable. Yeah, Burnley at home is a really good fixture. I mean, I suspect if Haaland starts tomorrow and does really well, a lot of people will be captaining him against Everton at home. Uh, the FPL app isn't showing Liverpool's double gaming in 25, probably because it got announced on a Saturday and the people that do the fixture updates for the FPL app are probably not working until Monday. I, just, I suspect that's what it is. My plan was to get De Bruyne in for Richarlison and then he goes on a goal run. Yeah, it's really hard to sell Richarlison right now, honestly. Um... I said this all last week. I think he is clearly first choice number nine. And I think that will continue with Son back. And look, he won't probably play 90 minutes every single game once Son is back. But I'm not sure it's going to make a huge amount of difference. His goal threat is really good. The next two fixtures are really good. The fixtures after the blank are good. He definitely plays in 29. I, re I really don't want to have to sell Richardson. But, but, but then the problem is I don't want to sell anyone. <laughs> I don't want to sell anyone. Um, and so there's tough decisions to be made, right? I mean, selling Richarlison probably gets me to more double gaming players a bit easier. But could it be worth it? Poro to Walker soon. i got to be honest, talking this out on stream, I think I'm more likely to go Poro to Van Dyke. What result in the Villa slash Chelsea replay would you prefer? Um, I mean... I mean, chaos is good, but I think Villa winning is probably easier for me because I've already got three Arsenal and one Chelsea. Like straight away, that's four players. I, I, basically, I would have six players guaranteed for game week 29. And if Charlie Taylor was back, that's another one. So it would mean I wouldn't have to free hit in 29. I'd already be in a good position for that. It, it would also mean I could sell Watkins if I wanted to. So probably that one. Probably better for my team. Never really re uh, rated Richardson. Didn't think he'd keep this up. Fair play. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. This is not a. I called it right, but I, I'm sure I remember talking about Richardson back early on in the season, saying that maybe it was even pre-season. I don't know. They're saying that I think he's a bit underrated because he's like people always say said earlier on he's not that good at, like scoring, but you look at his goal records like Everton and that. Considering that's a much worse team. He's always done pretty well. I, last season was not great. I mean, this is a guy that's played number nine for Brazil. Like he's, I mean, he's on a he's on a run of like 
he's on a he's in a purple patch right now, clearly, right? And this eight goals in eight games will not continue. Of course it won't. But I think he is just good. Um and I also think I said this a few weeks ago, and this is like a non FPL thing, but I think he's just playing that number nine role for Spurs really well. Like he does a lot of defensive work. And this was spoken a lot about preseason from a lot of people much more clever than me that one of the things Antoine Scoli wants is a, a, a box number nine, as in someone that's just always in the box, doesn't always come and drop deep to get the ball, which is what Kane would have done. Now, obviously, Ange would have made it work with Kane, but he just does everything he's needed to do in that position. And is Son a better num- number nine than Richarlison? Yes, I think he is. But is Richarlison through the middle and Son on the left better than the other way around? Or even Werner on the left and Son through the middle? I think it is. So, I think for now, Richarlison's basically hold on to him. And if at some point he stops playing number nine, you get rid of him. Up until that point, you just don't really want to do it. And, yeah, and also, why would he get dropped? He's on a run of eight and eight. Uh, how's my Sky fantasy football team doing? Um, well, like a lot of people, I consider getting Adebayo as my Haaland placeholder and obviously scored a hatcher. I didn't do that. I spent the money on Saka and Fernandez, um, But it's actually going all right. I think I'm 88th now in the world in Sky. Um, I've just got to decide who to sell out of, uh, excuse me, Fernandez and Saka for Haaland tomorrow if he's playing. So yeah, not bad. I mean, there's no chance that I win because there's people I know who are ahead of me who are much better at the game. And I think I'm going to get a little bit unstuck in Sky over the next few weeks with all the doubles and stuff. I just find it a little bit more confusing to think about and plan. But we'll see. Uh, Pari to Van Dyke or Robertson. I, I really just would go Van Dyke. I just don't think Robertson is worth the risk. I mean, I, I feel like... Um, I feel like I've talked about Van Dyke so much in this stream. I'm more making it sound like he's essential, which is clearly not the case. But I just think if you want a defender that's not Trent, I, I just think Canate is too injury prone. Obviously, he's also, as people pointed out earlier, suspended for 24. We'll be back for 25, but I don't think it's a guarantee he plays both anyway. Um, Robertson's just not got the minutes right now. I think Trent is still clearly first choice. So if he's fit, he's going to play right back. Uh, so yeah, who else is there really? How many transfers do I have left in Sky? Because eight, uh, that's great, eighty eighth in the world. Uh, not a huge amount. I'm trying to be very, I'm trying to be a bit cautious with them at the moment. I've got to use one tomorrow for Harlan if he's starting. That was always the plan. I mean, Sky players. Who do I sell? Fernandez or Saka? I kind of want to keep Fernandez, but I feel like I should. Well, actually, yeah, I feel like I should keep Saka because there's a chance he plays in twenty nine. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, Gomez, fair enough. But Gomez is either going to play left if Robertson doesn't play or right. Well, not even necessarily right for Trent. And Robertson's building up minutes, so I just wouldn't go Gomez. It's Van Dyke or no one for me. Like, And again, it's this is what I was saying earlier on about sometimes FPL pushes us in certain directions. If Liverpool had a game in 26, maybe the conversation would be a little bit different. Maybe then it might be worth risking Gomez and just hoping that he, he keeps playing. I just think with the blank and then Man City straight after the double, not not straight after, but in the next three game weeks after the double, it's just, just not worth it. 
Like, Robertson's going to start at some point. I know Gomez has done really well in that left-back spot. Don't get me wrong. But at some point, I think um, Robertson's got to come back in, right? And, and he's had so many minutes off the bench now. It must be getting close. Uh, are there any price changes happening tonight? Uh, I don't... I think... Let me have a quick look here. Uh, that is working. So if we just click that... Uh, I'm just going to get them up on screen and I'm just going to put this page on. Uh, yeah, so Harlan looks like he's going to go up in price tonight. Again, the, the, look, it says here our price accuracy is 99%. It's never 100% guarantee. It's impossible. Uh, but Harlan going up, Adebayo going up to 4.9 million. Jota could be going up tonight from 8 to 8.1, which is not ideal. Got to be honest. Neto, Richarlison all could be going up. And then dropping in price, uh, Calvert-Lewin, Alanga, Isaac, Akanji, Bayer, Douglas Louise, Darwin. Wow, Darwin going down before Burnley at home on a double is madness, I think. I know he didn't start today, didn't get anything, but still. Uh, and Lascelles. Douglas Louise is my favorite player. Got another assist at the weekend, didn't he? Damn, he's so good. He's so good. Uh, cut my beard? Uh, nope, thanks. Don't really want to. Uh, yeah, I had Watkins in uh, captain in Sky, which I thought was bad because uh, I was going to go for a Brighton player. Uh, is Gordon badly injured? We don't know. We don't know yet. My plans for game week twenty six uh, hits. I I got to be honest. I I wish I had all the answers for you. I don't quite know what I'm going to do yet. Um, there there is part of me that's now coming around to maybe. Maybe just going for the maybe just going for five doublers and just having Van Dyke instead of Paro. I mean, here's a question for myself, <laughs> which I guess I'm going to think about out loud. If I'm going to do Paro to Van Dyke, would I do it this week? Van Dyke against Burnley at home instead of Paro against Brighton at home. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I could do Gordon to Garnacho. No, because that means an extra hit, actually. I was going to say Gordon to Garnacho, then Taylor to Van Dyke. But then if I wanted to get... Oh, no, it wouldn't take an extra hit. Gordon to Garnacho, Taylor to Van Dyke, and then next week choose one of Watkins or Solanke to sell to, to Darwin and just skip Jota. I, 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 I'm a bit loathe to go... Not, I'm, I'm a bit loathe to go against Jota. Uh, rolling seems to be the best option for me. Lots of stuff up in the air. Um, what's up in the air, do you reckon? I mean, the Villa versus Chelsea thing, of course, but we all know that by 24. So that's not necessarily a reason to roll. I, I guess I guess Salah, maybe. Yeah, no Tony. Yeah. This is the problem. Uh, I mean, I could go to... I, I don't think I'm going to sell both Watkins and Solanke. I just don't see that happening. There's only room for one of Tony or Darwin. I just feel like I will want three Liverpool players. So if I don't get Darwin, I get Tony instead. I'll want Jota. In which case, I can't sell Gordon for Garnacho. It's so tricky. It's going to take a lot of thought. I need to, I need to give it a lot of thought. Uh, and, not, and not while live. You could get beginner's luck in Sky and win in your first season 50 grand. It's not happening. It's not happening, unfortunately. It's quite interesting, though, because... Um, 
I kind of after the overhaul, I kind of got a bit like, I'm just not going to win this anyway, so I'm going to do whatever. So, like, I captain Fernandez today instead of Palmer to go against the crowd. Obviously, it didn't work. But in FPL, I always say, just go for whoever you think is the best option. Forget about differentials. And, and I'm trying to go differential in this guy. It hasn't worked. It hasn't worked by, like, three points. It's not a big deal. And I guess if Fernandez had gone nuts, I would have, um, I wouldn't be talking about it. But, yeah, maybe I should, maybe I should um, relax on the differentials a little bit. If Salah's back for 25, it is what it is. Not much I can do about it. Uh, any plans to update the shirts in your opening background? The thing is, they're all based on, like, stories from, from the past streaming. Like, people always... A few people always say to me, would you not update the players that aren't in the Premier League anymore? But that's not really the point of it. Uh, maybe I could add a few more. Any plans? Oh yeah, sorry, I just did that one. Uh, bonus points just dropped. Nice. I'll uh, I'll reset this. There's Saka with his nine pointer. Absolute legend. No, I'm not going. I'm not going for all the story. I've done that like two or three times on different Q and A, uh, different like hundred k Q and A videos and stuff like that. Um, free hit twenty five is an option because it would mean I wouldn't have to worry about that second man city player. I mean, I could even sell Foden. Could even sell Foden, right? And just not worry about him. I mean, who would I sell him for, though? Not really anyone I want. Jota. <laughs> then I'm free hitting, right? Uh, if I won 50k, what would be the top of my spend list? Probably just save it, to be honest. Don't really need anything. Got me. Uh, I've got me prison jumper. I always call this my prison. I feel like I feel like any time you watch a show. And people are in prison. They just wear jumpers like this. <clears throat> FPL took the liberty to reset my Gabriel to Trippier transfer while I was looking for where to find the funds. Didn't notice. It ended up only downgrading. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. Like, FPL wouldn't do that. Do you mean you just didn't put the transfer through? House deposit, yeah. I'm very fortunate that I've already got a house. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't need that. I certainly don't need a second house. Saving is the most Andy thing ever, but it's the right thing. I just, what what do I, I've got, yeah, I don't know. Just don't, don't need anything, right, to live my life. I'm happy the way, way things are. <clears throat> I mean, holiday probably, right? Uh, anyway, let's get back to, God, we've been going over an hour already, actually. Should be watching Real Madrid Atletico. I very rarely watch stuff outside the Premier League. Uh, members list is back now. I don't know why that keeps happening. Uh, when am I using a chip? I suspect the first chip I'll... Or oh, triple captain in 25, probably. Yeah, that's another reason not to free hit, because I won't be able to triple captain. I think Haaland against uh, Chelsea and Brentford at home. Decent. 50k gets you government bonds paying 7% return. Um... But I'm in Ireland. If Chelsea go through, will you consider selling Saka to Jota? Um, before Gordon, not really. I'd rather find the money to upgrade Gordon instead. I mean, like the the Chelsea Villa game is, is important, and and it could dictate what happens in the future. But you, we shouldn't forget there are fixtures before that, and in. Before that blank, that possible blank for Arsenal in 29, they've got West Ham away, 
And, and also, by the way, if Chelsea go through, they could still get knocked out in the fifth round. It's very unlikely, right? They've got West Ham away, Burnley away, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, Brentford home. I kind of want Saka for that, to be honest. Who's blanking in 26? Uh, Luton, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Spurs. Uh, triple captain 28, Solanke. Uh, yeah, maybe. But I don't but like, I don't think free hitting 25 is so good to then triple captain Solanke in 28. Like, he's a good option versus Haaland, but if Haaland's got two home games, Chelsea and Brentford, he's fully fit. That's who I'm triple captaining. Ireland doesn't matter. You can buy US bonds from almost anywhere, including Ireland. Oh, okay, okay. Well, if I win the 50k, I'll look into that. And we are back. Uh, if you're listening on podcast uh, or listening back non-live on YouTube, apologies about that. The My internet just went down. Um, I can't remember what I was talking about before. Probably something about government bonds somewhere and how I was going to buy one if I win Sky Fantasy Football, but probably not going to happen. Um, but yes, we are back. Uh, I don't think there's really too much more to answer, to be honest. I saw um, I saw a question about how many hits I'm willing to take in game week 26. I mean, the answer is as many as is needed. I can't see me taking any more than a minus eight because I just don't think I will be in a position where I would need more than that but minus four minus eight if it, if i think i can get enough points in the short term to warrant using those hits and that's what i would would do thoughts on wildcard 24 bench boost 25 i've not looked into it i don't think it's completely horrible but then you've only got one free hit to manage blank 26 although i guess you would cover that with your wildcard blank 29 um possible issues in 34 and sorry not issues but there's a double in 34 and 37 as well and my internet is just disconnected again so for podcast listeners i am just gonna cut it off here say thank you very much for listening make sure to rate five stars if you've enjoyed that and i will catch you again uh, tomorrow for early thoughts uh thanks for listening sports social podcast network